Are you ready for something more, better, or different? Have you been looking for more success in your life? Here is your opportunity. Dr. Young's show, Transformation for Success, will help you discover a future for change with possibility thinking, new vision, and creative solutions to impact a more fulfilling lifestyle. Dr. Barbara is an accomplished leader and change guru who is passionate about helping others to gain the triumphs and successes that lie ahead. She brings you up close and personal with interviews from successful experts, corporate leaders, sports figures, entertainment personalities, coaches, thought leaders, and authors who dared to dream, take risks, and gain success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. Well, welcome, welcome to all of my international, national, and local listeners. And I want to thank you each week for tuning in to Transformation for Success. We have a very amazing show for you today. You're going to hear from my fascinating guest, Dr. Ron Eccles, professional speaker. He's an author, a business coach, and he is known as the success doctor. Well, and you know, he spent the last 35 years of business experience as an entrepreneur, and he's also practiced as a doctor of chiropractic. So today, Dr. Eccles is going to share what ignited his transformational journey and how he has built multiple six and seven figure businesses. So stay tuned as you want to hear some of his answers to what is success and were we born to be victims or were we born to be successful? I want you to share with a friend or colleague to listen today or to download the show later. We're broadcasting live, and you can listen to the Transformation for Success show on the Empowerment, Business, and Influencers channels. We're also syndicated on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And you can now access the show on your smart home devices. How great is that? Now, you can call in the show and ask questions of my guest today at one 888 0141. Now, again, that's 1 346 0141, and I'm sure he'll be happy to answer any of your questions. Now, to my guest. Welcome, Dr. Eccles. How are you today? It is always a pleasure when I get to hear your voice. <laughs> well, it's a pleasure to have you on the show today. Wow, we've got a lot to talk about. And, you know, I've thought about where do I want to begin because, you know, you, you, you talked about your transformational journey, and I hope you don't mind my sort of starting out with this. Uh, your transformational journey started out, as you said, for you. It was wanting to, it was ignited by a man you wanted to throw off a building. <laughs> and so I thought that was so funny <laughs> because that was a great pearl of a great price that eventually you called it a grain and uh, oyster, a uh, grain of sand in the oyster that eventually became the pearl of great price. So, Ron, tell us a lot, because I've been in, intrigued by your story, and share with the listeners, because you've talked a lot about how to close a gap from being average to extraordinary. Where did you start, and how does one do this? It's really funny. When we look back in our lives, there are certain things that bookmark certain events, and when they're happening, you don't realize it. Mm-hmm. I was that kid... And my joke as a professional speaker is from the stage, I said, I was that kid, you know, throughout grade school, middle school, high school, even the beginning of college that made the top half of the class. And then I pause for effect. And then I say, possible. I was that kid in the bottom half of the class because somebody had to hold it down. And that was me. 
I, <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't extraordinary in any way, shape or form. I was an average athlete. I was passionate about martial arts. Uh, I was a legend in my own mind in certain ways. <laughs> <laughs> but when I was, when, when I was graduating from high school, I remember uh, the awards day, a week before we graduated, everybody's going up and getting awards and getting scholarships and uh, academic achievements and uh, athletic awards and stuff. And I just sat there watching people go back and forth constantly. And I, you know, I was like, wow, I wish I was going back and forth, but I knew in my heart I had done nothing to deserve it. And my wow. life was going down that path until between my freshman year and my sophomore year of college that God put this guy in my life called Joe. Now, I happen to have a best friend named Joe, so it's not the same Joe, but this guy was my boss working on a roofing crew in between my semester breaks in college. Uh-huh. I was at the end of my freshman year of college, and I had a, less, I had, I, I had a one-point-something GPA, so I was not doing well, needless to say. And that's when Joe enters in. Joe had a problem with people. And the guys who worked for him were all union workers, and they couldn't care less what he said because he couldn't fire them. But he was the boss, and I was a non-union worker, and he rode me from the time I got there to the time I went home, like I was a rented mule. And he abused me every way, shape, and form you can think of. And Joe got me to the point where I really seriously considered, and I actually did, I actually considered throwing him off the roof. I was going to. That was my intent. God had, a, God, God had other plans. My, my closest friend at that time was my instructor in martial arts. He talked me out of it. But it was that day that I look back and I say, a shift in my life happened. And it wasn't because of a, something that was really positive. It was a negative thing that spurred me on to say, I can't work for people like this the rest of my life. And I went back to college with a brand new attitude. <laughs> wow. I, I changed everything from the standpoint. Just, I just worked twice as hard because I still had the learning I still had the learning difficulties. I still had reading comprehension problems that mm-hmm. I still have to this day have never overcome. I just learned to compensate around them. You know, it's marvelous because I think uh, so many people, you know, feel so defeated because when you started out, you talked about being the bottom half of the class uh, and how you dreamed you could be one of these in the top portion of the class. But one of the things I noted, you had enough to graduate and be able to get into college. And interestingly enough, uh, Ron, it's nice for people to know that we don't always start at the top and that sometimes it's misfortune that was meant to build you and not break you. My question is, how did you come to the conclusion, really, that this was to really uh, build you and not break you? Because so many people may have gone through a similar experience and it broke them. And you know, I know you've met many who took it as a negative and just gave up. But you were inspired to move to greater things in your life. What do you think sparked yeah, that? I, I, you know what? I, I think about it's a great, great question. And I think about that a lot. And I grew up one of four children. Uh, I was the second oldest. I was the only boy. My older mm-hmm. sister and I were closer in age than the next one under me. is six and a half years difference. And so my older sister and I grew up kind of under the same influences, same schooling, stuff like that. I was just one of those oddballs. Um, you know, I, 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 uh, you know, I didn't get into the drugs. I didn't get into the same stuff that the other kids got into. And I look back now and I go, it's not because I was better than anybody. I think just God had a different plan for me. And even, you know, even my, my, my nature was a fighter. When you push me, knock me down, 
uh, humiliate me, whatever. I'm ready. I, I just hold my place, and I know I'm going to come back someday, somewhere, somehow, and I'm going to be bigger, stronger, faster, and I'm going to get you. <laughs> that was my personality. Um, wow. And that, wow. that created some fortitude in me. Now, I had to be tempered over time, had to be honed into productive and not destructive responses. Mm-hmm. Because some people will turn their anger, turn their frustrations, turn their hurts inward towards themselves and hurt themselves, or they'll turn it towards other people and hurt other people. And I, I just have to say, by the grace of God, I didn't do either one of those. And I took it as a challenge, and I just pushed back harder. Now, I do have to say, mm-hmm. I didn't realize. It's much easier for me to look backwards and tell the story than it would have been to tell the story from the firsthand time I was going through it, because I didn't know it. Mm-hmm. And I look back, and I, I evaluate but then if you would have asked me, well, how come you didn't get broken by that? And I wouldn't have been able to answer you because I didn't have the wisdom or the information to know it at that point. It was just something inside of me said, you know, when all my friends started doing drugs, they started smoking pot and doing other things. I went and found a new group of friends. Why? I have no clue other than there was something um, in my life driving me towards a different destination for a different purpose. What do you think? So you know, when cryptic. I... I, I cryptic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it, it sounds, you know, very intriguing, but we have, everybody has a different path. And sometimes we don't yes. know uh, the meaning of it until, like I said, we look backward and then we can say, wow, aha, I had a ha-ha moment. What do you think was one of your defining moments when we go back and look at this particular period in your life? Was it the experience with Joe? Or what was one of your defining moments that like, ha-ha? This is it. You know, I, I'll say this, that for, and for everyone listening, this is something to really encourage you. You are being given opportunities to transform almost on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Years ago when I was in chiropractic college, I, I met two guys who came in, gave a postgraduate program. I went to as many programs as I could, even while I was in school. And I remember the one guy saying this, in America, and this is not just limited to America, but I was in America, I lived in America, so he said, in America, there's no lack of opportunity. There's just lack of opportunity seekers. Now, when I hear stuff like that, now this was 40 years ago. I don't forget things like that because they mark inside my consciousness because they they mean something to me, and I've never forgotten that, and I've seen it play out over and over again. So when you ask me, where's the one defining moment? I say there's a, there was a whole bunch of things that just kept orchestrating. God kept orchestrating my life to bring mm-hmm. me to that place where I had to make the decision. Now, that's the key. I had to make the decision which direction I would take. It's kind of, you come to the fork in the road. You've got to go one way or the other. And I chose to go in a certain direction. And I want to encourage those people who have made the wrong decisions in the past that your story's not over. You can turn around today and make a different decision and tomorrow keep making better and better decisions. So there was no one thing that totally defined my transformation, but a series of choices over and over again that led to the compounding effect. You know, you have absolutely keyed in on something that is so important, and that is that it's always your choice. I think that's the most beautiful mm-hmm. gift that God has given us. It's the power of free will and choice. And mm-hmm. there are people, as you said, there are lack 
of opportunity seekers. And the reason why I'm bringing this up, because Ron, as you very well know, you talk a lot, and, and I've been intrigued about how to close the gap from being average to ordinary. And the thing that we're facing now, so many challenges and so many people are fearful, in despair, feeling no hope. Uh, I don't believe I've accomplished anything in my life. We're in a pandemic. They're in in confinement. Some people feel like, you know, there's no way out. I feel helpless and hopeless. What do you say to those people? Well, because of my faith and because of my experiences in life, the first thing I tell people is no matter the pandemic, it will be a blip on a screen a number of years from now, just like 911 was and other defining moments in different generations. There's the attack on Pearl Harbor, which, you know, I don't remember, you don't remember, but there are things that define different generations, but they come and they go. Hard times and difficulties will present themselves to all of us regularly. It's not about what happens to us. It's about our response to what happens to us that defines who we are and the ability to have a life that's better than what we had the day before or the week before that. So there's a, a real key principle of recognizing that life is never going to be fair. It's always, there's always going to be problems. That's just a given. COVID is not fair for some people. Other people are making more money than they've ever made before. Some businesses are up, other businesses are down. Some people got sick, other people are healthy. However, opportunity exists in all of it. When this first happened, I had discussions with people in Bible studies, in my church, in my, in my friends in the gym. And I said, what if, because everybody was talking negative about how bad this is. And I said, well, what if God has allowed this to happen to be a blessing to us? So we would take time to talk to our neighbors that we just run by all the time, that we spend mm-hmm. time with our families talking now because we're slowed down. The gyms are closed. The restaurants are closed. We're not running. We're taking time now to rebuild. And maybe it's about leaning in towards realizing that we were created for a greater purpose. Maybe it's time for me to start looking for that greater purpose and why, mm-hmm. why I'm here. Well, I, and I think it's, I mean, I thank you for sharing that because I think it's so important about the response to what happens to us. And so, as you said, you know, this is going to be a blip on the screen some years from now, and people will reflect. It's maybe one of the more defining moments where I became more successful or I had more of a personal life with my family. I developed the friendships and the relationships, how important they are. But I want to ask you, what really shaped your belief system? Because when you start talking about this, Ron, you have a very close relationship with God. That's obvious. Did you have mentors in your life or even advice from people who that you received that really helped you on the journey where you are and to, to where you are today? Mm, I love that question. I can never back off from my faith. And mm-hmm. I have to tell you, I, was, I grew up in a religion where I did the, you know, you do this, you don't do that. And, and it really didn't mean anything for me. It was a label I wore. And that man that I told you that was my martial arts instructor that taught me how to throw Joe off the roof that day, his name was Moch, mm-hmm. his nickname. His name was, real name is Mike. Mike died when I was in chiropractic college of a rare form of cancer. But Mike was the person who sat me out and we, we pulled up after working out one day in front of my house 
in New Jersey where I grew up. After getting pizza, we, which was our typical routine, after we worked out, we went to get pizza at our local place. And he asked me one day, Ron, are you born again? And I had no clue what he was talking about. He kind of talked me through it. And after that, it became one of those moments in my life where I realized that's where a big shift spiritually happened for me because I recognized that the God that loved me died for me. And all I had to do, there's nothing I could do to earn anything and it was a free gift. And that literally transformed my life from that point forward. Now I recognize that not everybody listening is a Christian and I, and I fully respect other people's belief systems, but I can only talk about mine and what I believe mm-hmm. to be true. And that was my define. That was the biggest shift in my life and remains the biggest transformation in my life daily. Well, one of the things is that how uh, I'm intrigued how you translated all of this. First of all, you graduate from college, you become a chiropractic doctor, and then you you practice this. And then after so many years, you decide to become an entrepreneur. And not only that, but over the past few decades, as I mentioned earlier, you became, you decided and you did build multiple six and seven figure businesses. So we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and we're going to talk to Ron. How did he do this and how does one do it? Where does one start? So we'll be right back, listeners, and thank you. I'll be back with my guest, Dr. Ron Eccles. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you looking to watch some great video content with entertaining stories and exciting dialogue with some of the world's leading guests? Well, tune in. Transformation Success TV Network each week. This network is designed to give you high-definition quality programming on eight different channels for your enjoyment that will help you get excited and inspired, whether it's on the professional development, relationship inspiration, health and financial wellness, sports and entertainment, and music to inspire. This state-of-the-art programming will motivate and educate you to be better. So whether you want to talk financial wellness or sports, all you have to do is tune in and go to drbarbaryoung.com and click on the green Watch the Videos button and get ready to be transformed. Again, go to drbarbaryoung.com and click on the green Watch the Videos button and it will take you to the channel for your listening and viewing pleasure. If you would like to host your own show, please send your requests to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, hello, hello, and for those of you who just may be tuning in now, You're going to hear from my fascinating guest today, Dr. Ron Eccles, professional speaker, 
author, business coach, and he was a former doctor of chiropractic. So today he's sharing what ignited his transformational journey and how he has built multiple six and seven figure businesses. So when we went on break, we talked a little about that transition from doctor of chiropractic to becoming this business coach building these six- and seven-figure businesses. So he's going to share a little bit about his experiences and success strategies and how he was able to do this. So, Dr. Ron, we're back, and you are on with your story. So the transition, I am excited to hear. (laughs) Well, let me first of all go back and explain the success, Doctor, because I don't want anybody to get the wrong idea that it's an arrogant statement. It's quite the opposite. Right. I was that kid that, you know, knew what it was like to be less than average and not to achieve. And over that beginning change, I began to realize that by working harder, pushing myself, I would achieve more. And then when I would gain that that little achievement, it would drive me to work even harder. And it began to compound over time. I call it this. I said, in life, you can be exposed to one of two forces, the toilet or the tornado. The uh, I love it. Small bad, yeah, small bad habits that you practice little by little get to be bigger bad habits and eventually get pick up speed and drive you down. But the opposite is true. Small positive habits practiced daily can develop momentum. They become bigger forces in your life. You can do more. You can be more and you can have more. And it creates a force that becomes powerful enough to lift up and move mountains. That's yeah, I, I, and I power. On, but it's, Sorry. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, no, I said that's the power that exists when we just operate within our potential and push ourselves past what other people or self-limiting beliefs that we have. One, and it is so true because one of the things that you have talked about, and we shared of this, that you can't hit a target you can't see. And I like the fact that uh, small habits, and maybe people, you know, don't realize that these small habits, as you said, have become, and they build momentum. Just doing something every day, implementing it when you're thinking maybe I'm average, but you can change that. So one of the things that you talked about we can't hit a target we can't see. Explain that. Well, I, I, I tell people this in, in story form in large groups. I've been speaking throughout North America and internationally for the last decade or so. I said, imagine if I blindfolded you and walked you into the middle of a field, spun you around 10 or 15 times, put a bow and arrow in your hand, told you to put the arrow on the bow, pull it back and hit a target 200 feet away. How many people think they could hit it? And everyone you know, goes, well, I can't hit it. I said, well, why can't you hit it? Because I don't know where it is. I said, exactly. But so many people go through life wanting something more, but never taking the time to find what that really is. I created a program a while ago called Closing the Gap. And I, I lay out not seven steps to hyperachievement. And hyperachievement means you're pushing yourself into limits you created or someone else constrained you with and you believed it. And once you push past that, you're able to achieve more than the average person around you and allows you to go places most people are never able to go. And one of those steps is clarity. 
You got to know where mm-hmm. you're at, and then you have to define where you want to go. And that's where most people are. They def- they don't recognize where they're at really at. They don't say, "Hey, I screwed up. Here's where I'm at. I haven't done enough." I need to push myself a little bit harder. Here's where I want to go to. Okay, what do I need to do now to close the gap between those two? And I lay out seven steps for that. So that's a critical piece. Now, as I was talking about the success doctor before, the reason I was titled that, I was getting ready to speak on stage one time, and this guy got to know me, uh, uh, Bob Diamond. Bob's an, Bob's an attorney. And he introduced me as the success doctor, and I've worn that since. But I'm called a success doctor because from that time in chiropractic college, when I began to realize I could be more. I could do more and I could have more. I began to study successful people, successful businesses, and success principles. And I have never stopped. Not a day's gone by that I'm not in a book learning, listening to an audio program, filling my mind with things that allow me to help other people as well as myself. Now, I started out in life to become more successful for me. Mm -hmm. That journey has taken me to a place where my, my heart now is to help other people get the transformation they need to become who they were meant to be. Well, you very well can't give what you don't have. So you had to go through the experiences Amen. yourself so that you'll be able to fill Amen. somebody else's cup. An empty cup cannot pour into another empty cup. <laughs> Always said That's you right. filled your That's cup, right. Ron, is what you actually did. Reading mm-hmm. and, and studying and finding clarity. I love this. Uh, because I think right now, doing all the things that many people out there and listeners you may be experiencing is getting clarity. Where are you? Where are you now? Where do you want to go? I love that. And I think the success doctor probably uh, suits you. What uh, advice, maybe one or two things that you give to entrepreneurs, business leaders? Do you provide this, what we just talked about, pushing beyond the limits uh, they want more success in their businesses. We have a lot of entrepreneurs and business leaders I know throughout the world who listen and they want to know how do I, what advice do you have, Ron, that you can share? If we have not already shared, we can reinforce if there's something I missed. Four things. I learned two of three of them from Brian Tracy. One I added myself. Uh huh. Number one, Figure out what you want and write it down. So you got to get clear about it. Well, we've already talked about that portion, right? But that's number one. Number two, here's where most people, most people never do number one. People who do number one never do number two. And that is you've got to be willing to pay the price necessary to get it. And it's not easy. Not everybody gets a gold medal in the Olympics. Not everybody builds a seven-figure business. Not everybody's able to become a famous actor or actress or singer. You've got to push yourself and you've got to work hard. Number three, the price of success must be paid up front and in full. And then I added the fourth. You've got to believe. You've got to believe means it's, you've got to believe and look forward and see what has not happened yet, what has not come into being yet. You've got to believe that it's possible for you. So number one, get clear. Number two, be willing to pay the price necessary. Number three, the price must be paid up front and in full. And number four, you've got to have faith. I want to know, get a little explanation on the price must be paid up front and in full. Interpret that to me, what you mean. Yeah, there's no, there's no layaway plans. You don't get okay. to sit on the couch, eat potato chips, drink Coca-Cola, mm-hmm. um, eat tons of ice cream, and get in great shape, and someday you'll go out in the gym or work out and eat healthy. You've got to do all the work necessary to build it. When I, when I went to chiropractic college, I had to get in the trenches, and I had to study 
I was in the anatomy lab for the first year plus. We started out with six, six of us on a team, right? sorry, eight of us on a team working on one cadaver. And within three months, there was only two of us in the room doing the dissections because the others gave up and just quit doing it. And then within another month, I was the only one left doing it. You got to push yourself past what most other people are not willing to do to get what most people will never enjoy. Well, I, I can appreciate this advice uh, to entrepreneurs, business leaders, and I wrote it down. Find out what you want and write it down. That is so important. The second is you must be willing to pay the price that is necessary. That means going back to school, uh, doing whatever you have to do, working nights or putting in uh, extra time that's necessary to pay that price to get where you want, and then pay up front and in full. I love that. The fourth step is you must believe, and that's where your faith comes in, and you can't be, and I know Ron would say this, unwavering. You have to completely believe that you will be successful. And Ron, as you said, I love what you said, we're born to be victorious and not victims. I'm quoting you. I love that. Mm. <laughs> I thank you yeah. so much for sharing that. What it, Ron, I want to know, I'm so excited about what excites you right now and what's been the best thing that's happened to you this year in spite of the pandemic? Great question. Um, in the last year or two, I've I've begun to refocus. And again, it, it was kind of like one of those things that when, when you don't want to do something or you resist doing something God tells you to do, he kind of backs you into a corner and kind of pins you down and next thing you know, you're doing it. So I took my coaching, uh, which has been predominantly one-on-one with people, and I've now moved it into a bigger platform. So I needed time to build out the entire platform. I needed time to actually finally write my first book completely, the book that's geared towards my target audience, which is faith-based entrepreneurs, people who believe that their life is for a greater purpose Mm-hmm. And they want to walk first by that purpose and then second by profit. So for me, there is no business without profit and no profit without purpose. Oh, I like so that. That's what you I li- take that as a stag night. Yeah. No business without profit yeah. and no business without purpose. That's Did my I tagline. say it right? <laughs> <laughs> I because love it's, it's, for me, it's a, for, especially for the people I'm working with, you know, life doesn't end here. And we've been given a mandate that we are to go out and tell the world the good news. You know, that Jesus is Lord and to do it in love. And that's the first command. And then the second one, if you're a business owner, your second then is to, to make profit. So your business should honor and glorify the principles that God has built into the fabric of how he wants us to act and behave. And the second one is to then make really good profit. And here's where most faith-based practitioners don't don't step into. They don't get the training necessary to build solid, strong businesses. You've got to have it. You just don't sit down and pray and say, God, give me a great business, and he just gives it to you. He wants you to work and build and, tra- and be transformed. Name your program. You know, stop being mm-hmm. transformed mm-hmm. by, you know, again, I, I built six- and seven-figure businesses, and sometimes there were really tough times, and there were really lean times, and there were painful lessons along the way. Mm-hmm. Can you give me maybe one or two lessons that you learned along the way? Because it might be helpful to somebody. Because sometimes, you know, we learn by what you, you know, some of the mistakes that you did make. What did you learn? Maybe a couple of things. 
bad stewardship. I was having a t- conversation with my neighbor yesterday who was a retired firefighter from New York City. And he said, I've always been really conservative. I've always spent less money than I made. And I always squirreled it away. Everybody called me cheap, stuff like that. He says, but I'm, I've got plenty of money at this time in my life because I've, I've worked at it. And there was a time when I was broke. And one of the things that I made the mistake growing in income when I was in practice was I just, when I started making more money, I started spending more money. So I mm-hmm. didn't wisely, and you know, I didn't wisely live underneath my means enough and invest that money wisely. So I had to work harder later in life to make up for that because I wasn't wise with what I was given earlier life. Now that same principle is true, not about my finances, but about the stewardship of the gifts God has given me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't always steward those well. And in my, in this time in my life, which I think is the greatest season of my life right now is to steward what I've been given. Well, my ability to communicate, my ability to take complicated information and reduce it to simplicity so my clients can uh, don't have to spend that time and they can, they can put into action a lot quicker because action is the key. And the ability to have uh, clear insight as to where people's problems are really at. Going back to my roots in chiropractic, we always look for the cause past mm-hmm. the symptoms because if you treat the symptoms, they keep coming back. You treat the cause and symptoms disappear. It's so true. And, you know, you, you really answered a question I had was about what do you think one of your more unique skills that have helped you become successful? And you have just described it. Not only that, but the other end of the spectrum is what you learned about stewardship and income and investments and wiser stewardship. But I love this, how you segued that into what you learned into what your unique skills are that have helped you to become so successful. You know, so many people uh, today are really facing, and as I said this before, emotional crises, and they're hiding it beneath the surfaces. So what are some of the common myths that you have shared with people about this definition of success? Common myths, I believe, have to do with instant gratification. That's okay. one of the real illusions. Uh, give an example. There's a guy that I work out with in the gym, and he was in, well, one of my other friends introduced me to him. He says, Ron, you've got to talk to this guy. You love him. This man, early in life, made a mistake, and he paid dearly for it. He spent six years in federal prison. Now, he didn't deserve that, but he got it, and he says, I don't wish that upon my worst enemy. It was hell. And now he has a record as a felon. Today, this man owns multiple businesses and is extremely wealthy. But yet he comes in, works out every day, goes to work, still building businesses, very humble. So one of the myths is that success happens overnight. Success is a life principle. I never stop. Like when say, Ron, when are you going to retire? I said, the day God keeps me from speaking or communicating to people the wisdom and knowledge and experience that he's allowed me to develop along the way. That's when I stop. That's when I retire. And I hope that'll be when I'm past 100, when I can't do it anymore. But because it's well, not work for me anymore. It's a mission. Mm-hmm. It's a passion. It's the drive. It's why I was put on this planet. And, and Barbara, here's, 
here's something that's so critically important. If you're out there and you're listening to me right now, you might say, but I don't know what my gifting is. I don't know what I was born for. I don't know what my purpose is. Just be patient because most likely you're in a training ground. And I was there for a long time. It took me, mm-hmm. you know, th- oh, three and a half decades in business before I realized what my eventual purpose was and what I was really being honed and developed for. Well, I know. I mean, we have, uh, and which I'm going to have you after break, we're going to address this because we have a generation that we're coming up with want instant gratification. It's very difficult for them to wait uh, and they want it now. So when we come back after break, Ron, I want you to sort of address that to some of our younger generation, our Gen Zers, our millennials, and I and you've such, been such a dedicated success coach, and I know that you can help some of them because it's like, I want it now, and one of the myths is that success happens overnight, and it doesn't, and you just talk about three and a half, a decade of growing. So listeners, we're going to be right back, so stay tuned because we've got another message for my millennials and some of you maybe who are not millennials out there about purpose and patience. Thank you. We'll be right back. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. As COVID-19 continues to spread, individuals are concerned about their income sources, retirement funds, stocks, bonds, and real estate assets. The timely release of the best-selling book, Own Your Future, serves as a call to action for anyone looking to protect and grow their wealth in these uncertain times. Authored by financial expert Echo Huang, this book provides solid strategies for recovering from financial loss and how to safeguard and scale wealth, regardless of who wins in November. Own Your Future is available now at all major booksellers. Learn more at ownyourfuture.guru. That's ownyourfuture.guru. Have there been experiences in your life that you could only explain that there was a divine connection or intervention? Well, the new show, God's Hookups, with your host, Dr. Barbara Young, airing live on YouTube, Facebook, and LinkedIn. This show features each week up close and personal interviews with men and women from all walks of life who will share with you their stories and testimonies about unexplainable miracles, blessings, and encounters that can only be of a God's hookup. So look out every Friday for three powerful shows that will ignite your faith and stir up your hope at 1130, 130, and 2.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if you would like to be a guest to share your amazing story of a God hookup, please contact Dr. Barbara Young at drb at godshookups.com for more information. And to watch on YouTube, just go to God's Hookups and click to subscribe. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. 
346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to my show today with Dr. Ron Eccles. I am so excited that we've had such a wonderful discussion, and I know you listeners have certainly benefited from our interview so far. So, Dr. Eccles, before we went on break, we talked about purpose, we talked about success, we talked about some of the myths. Success doesn't happen uh, overnight. And many people are impatient right now about, I want success. That's one of the one of the myths. So I'd like you to share with some of those who may be a little impatient about success. And when you talk about you spent the last 35 years of business experience as an entrepreneur and and you practice as a doctor of chiropractic, you've been in this business for a long time. So success did not come easy and it comes with a price that one must pay. So could you just share a few nuggets from my success doctor? I love sure. it. The first thing the first thing I want to encourage everybody out there is no matter what age you are, we all are under the same sun. We're all on the same planet. We're all exhibiting the the uh, life that's under the same rules of physics, of chemistry, of all the sciences. And so there are regular patterns and no matter what generation we are talking to right now, if I'm talking to a Generation Z, um, you know, baby boomers, millennials, the reality of it is those are just terms that we use that help define memorable moments in your life. There are certain trends and certain patterns that one generation looks at the other generation and says, you know, you are impatient or you're not. But the reality of it is I'm sure that my parents looked at me or my grandparents looked at my parents and there are many common phenomena where one generation that's older criticizes the younger generation. Some of it justified, some of it not. So this is meant to be an encouraging word. Number one is that there are patterns and those Patterns don't change. And one of the patterns that Dr. Barber's talking about is the pattern of success happens in a time frame. Now, we all see stories of a person who apparently hit it big. And my joke with all of my friends who have done very well is we look at each other and say, yes, I am a 10-year overnight success. And that's a common joke amongst people who have made it because nobody sees you in the trenches for all those years honing your craft. Failures that led to other successes. And, and everyone that I know of has had way more failures than they had successes. Patience is a tremendous virtue. And it's limited when we're younger. It gets better as we get older because it's forged upon us because the patterns don't change because we want them to. Now, let me define what that means. It means if you're young and you're listening to me right now, know this. Get mentorship with somebody who's older than you are, who has perspective. When you're younger, you might be technologically advanced. You might know a lot more things when it comes to the 
current world situation. You may be very well educated, but your perspective is limited. Having people in your life that not only have achieved something, but also have greater perspective can really help you if you're willing to listen to them. Because one of the things that somebody like me would teach you, and that is you're going to have to develop patience. It doesn't mean you need to wait 40 years to get successful, but you need to actually do the work necessary to make it happen. In Malcolm Gladwell's book, Outliers, he actually describes this phenomena, and he gives a number of different examples from professional athletes to famous musicians to business people. And he says, it's, he calls it the 10-year or 10,000-hour rule. Now, I don't know if anybody yes. studied that scientifically, but I can tell you that in my experience in life, that's pretty close to it. It's and 10 I've had years, a number of young Ron. people who said, <laughs> sorry, say it again. 10,000 hours was, I think, 10 years. Yeah, it's, it's about that. And I always tell people, I said, I've got at least 50,000 hours. And I say that very humbly. I've got at least 50,000 hours under my belt because I'm one of those people that just pushes myself to, to study and learn at least four hours a day. I've been doing at least, I've averaged at least two and a half to three hours a day for close to 40 years now. Now, again, some people might only need an hour to learn what I've learned in three because they're smarter <laughs> than I am. But that persistence keeps me moving forward and helps me realize the more I know, the more I realize there is to know. And I'll never live a lifetime long enough to ever even come close to it. But to learn from it and to learn that there are seasons in life. And when you're younger, work hard to gain wisdom. When you're older, work hard to impart wisdom to those people behind you. I love it. I love it. Ron, I can't thank you so much, I mean, for sharing this, because I know you have given some really good advice and sound advice um, for the young. And more importantly, I love the idea, get a mentor and get their perspective, because it really can help you if you're willing to listen. And that's the key, to be willing to listen, to have patience, patience with yourself. And I remember there's a scripture that says, let, pa- let patience have its perfect work in you. And so when we think about 10,000 hours to learn something, 10,000 hours to play the piano, learn to play the piano, it's 10 years and you become the virtuoso. And so, Ron, I want to thank you because truly you have shared some of the most important things today, I think. And I want to share, ask you one last question in these last few minutes because I can't thank you enough for your transparency in sharing your transformational journeys, but your extraordinary success tidbits that I know have resonated with so many people today. If you had a place, an option to place a billboard in a certain space, what would it say and where would you place it? Wow. <laughs> That's a really great question. That's a, uh, boy, let me, uh, I got to brainstorm fast. What I would say is that you were born for more, but you must make the decision to be more. And that's a wide open question. Um, If I were to leave something that was a little bit more poignant, I would have said, uh, Jesus is the way. (laughs) That's the only other way I can answer. But I like this one. You were born for more, but you must make the decision. I like that. Where would you place the billboard? 
probably where the most people could see it. And that's a tough one because nowadays the internet would be the best place to <laughs> <laughs> that's where most people would see things. Um, okay. And again, you've got to be able to catch people's attention. And Absolutely. so billboards are tough because they're, they're drowned out by so many other pieces of information. Well, so that, I wasn't helpful with that, with that part, but that, the first that thing that popped okay. in my mind is Times Square. <laughs> Times Square. I thought of it immediately. That was my thought. I don't know why. Yeah. And so, I want to just thank you as I close the show today. I just want to thank the listeners, my faithful countries who tune in each week. And Ron, Dr. Ron Eccles, as always, you are such a delight to talk to and to share. As I just one, one last thing, I have a few minutes. Ron, what's the most important thing that I should know about you? <laughs> you didn't expect that question either. <laughs> The most important thing about me is that... I should know about you. (laughs) You should know about me. Yes. That I would say that... That that I I, I found my purpose Uh and I'm called to something bigger than I am. And each and every day, my number one drive is to fulfill call in my life so that when I enter into eternity, God says to me, well done, good and faithful servant. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that, Ron. And as I close the show today, I want to thank you listeners again. And as I close the show, I quote Ralph Waldo Emerson, who said, if you want to be great and successful, choose people who are great and successful and walk side by side with them. And I'd be happy to have you walk side by side with a person such as Dr. Ron Eccles. So I want you to take care, all of my blessed listeners out there. Have a blessed week. And for my United States listeners, get out and vote. Don't forget, this is your chance to express your voice. So again, to my guest today, Ron, Dr. Ron, it has been a pleasure, and I want to wish you a very blessed and delightful week. So, to my listeners out there, this is Dr. Barbara Young, and I'm signing off. Until next week, I want you to tune in. We have our guest, Dr. David Gruder. You will not want to miss this show. Again, Dr. Ron, thank you so much. Love you much. Have a very blessed week. Take care, all of my beloved listeners. I'll see you next week. We appreciate you joining us for Transformation for Success. Please join your host, Dr. Barbara Young, again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, that's 12 noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Or join us for replays of the show weekly on the Voice America Business Channel and the Voice America Influencers Channel. Until our next show, have an outstanding week.